The first thing is that thing about empower. All right? So we've talked about that. Just really empowering our teams to have trust and belief. I was talking uh, to someone here in the break and, um, you know, talking about our natural kids. You know, what do we do with our natural kids when they're learning to walk or they're growing up? We, we, we know that they're going to have a few trips and a few falls and a few bumps and a few bruises, but what do we do as parents, right? We, we encourage them to go again and get up and dust yourself off, pick up your bottom lip, it's going to be okay. That's what we do with our natural kids. And that's really the same as mum and dads of our churches of that the spiritual house that we're called to i just really see it the same that we're that we're giving our people room to grow and learn they're going to make mistakes but we're, we're there to encourage them to pick them up to dust them off and go come on you can do it go again and uh, creating environments like that i believe are healthy so empowering the next one i would say is celebrate we've got to celebrate and i don't know i feel like in my church at times with our leaders we talk about a lot that we could do better at this I think one of the real challenges for all of us, because we, I would say that all of us in this room, we want to be a part of seeing something that moves forward. I don't know that many of you have a vision that's trying to decrease what you're doing. I'm hoping not. But we want to see it develop and grow and, and, and be all that God uh, can see it be. And so unfortunately, though, what happens is we, we're not living in the moment. We get a breakthrough that we've been praying for, and then straight away, we're on to the next thing. And I've been challenged with that right now with, you know, many of you know about our journey of nine or ten months and it's really been a three-year journey of our building and we get to our building and on Sunday we have our first service and, and afterwards I'm like, oh, glad, glad that's over. And th- now all I can think about is, oh, the build and the walls and this and that and what, how can we improve and, oh, today we could have done this better. Yet everyone that's texting and talking and social media, I was going, today was unbelievable, we loved it, we're so excited. Yet here I am going, oh, God, we've got to do this and got to do that. And, and it, it, it just dawned on me, Josh, be present in the moment, celebrate. For nine months you've been waiting to give birth to this and now you've given birth and you're like, oh, far out. You know what? celebrate and so how do we do that i would say celebrate individual acts of service right within your team things that people have done that have made a significant impact and don't just do it behind the scenes oh dear brother down in the hallway in the back car park hey you did really publicly affirm and encourage people celebrate so last night at our leadership night we publicly celebrated we gave chocolates to our car park guy because on Sunday we launched our car park team and he was awesome and we gave flowers to a young girl who said she never wanted to be a youth leader or a kids leader and two years later she's one of our best youth leaders and best kids leaders and you can't keep her away, she loves it. And so we just encouraged her and said, Maddie, you're awesome and gave her flowers. Why? Because Maddie's awesome and Maddie needs to be told. Do you know that she sent a text to my daughter that night? She goes, you know those words? Because I got our youth pastor's wife and our kids pastor who, who's a girl to share about Maddie. She texted them that night. She goes, I'm, I'm still like, I've got tears. She goes, because no one's ever said the things that you guys said about, no one's ever said that about me. How hard was that for us to celebrate Maddie last night with some flowers and encouragement? She is now going to be just flying. Who's going to stop her? Celebrate. Um, in our leadership, if we want to create a healthy leadership environment, be flexible. Be flexible. I love what Pastor Chris Hodges says. Always stay life-giving. Be married to the outcome, not the system. Married to outcomes, not systems. What's that saying? Just be flexible. In a perfect world, everything works, but we don't live in a perfect world, so your system and structures aren't always going to work. So just be married 
and understand that there are some things we need to be non-negotiable in, but there's other areas that we can, they're non-essentials, we can be flexible, all right? That person who, you know, had the car crash on the way to church or had the flat tyre or, or got sick, you know, oh, far out, you let us down, you know, no, no, ha- they had a car accident, <laughs> <laughs> Got to be flexible, you know what? Anyway, uh, ask for feedback. This is one that I think a lot of leaders struggle with. Actually asking your, your leaders and your teams around you, sorry, for feedback. How could we do this better? Understand there's a big difference between feedback and criticism. Yeah. Feedback's not criticism. Oh, you beauty, here's my opportunity to tell them what I really think about their structure. Um, no, no, that's, that's called criticism. Feedback is, hey, I reckon if we did this, this and this, we, it might work smoother or it could, you know, be more... That's feedback. So encourage that because when you encourage feedback from your team, it says to them that you believe in them and that you trust them and you value them. So again, you've just empowered them by asking for their feedback. Their buy-in just got stronger because it's not like you're just here to do it. I'm just here to do a job. Rob says I have to do this. No, no. Rob says, how do you think we could do it better? Well, I think we could do this. All of a sudden, you're building a great, healthy leadership environment. Lead relationally. I've talked about that. So the whole law of connection. Connect with them first before you get them doing stuff. Get to know them. And finally, in our leadership, if we want a really healthy leadership environment, just set a great example, right? Your leaders will serve and your team will serve to the level of enthusiasm that you model for them. It's as simple as that. All right. I want to give you very quickly a, an equipping and an empowering process that will help you to empower and equip people really well. And you've heard it before, I'm sure, but here we go, all right? It's known as a delegation model, it's known as a whole heap of things, but it's, it's a model and this is how we, all of our leaders in our church, this is how we go about empowering and bringing people through. And that is that we don't just go, oh cool, you're available here, here's the job, thanks, see you later. And then we wonder why, they, why it's not working and we wonder why we're frustrated because we just were so happy that someone wanted to do it, we give them the task and we let them run. So the first thing is, when you are bringing someone through and you're saying, hey, I believe in you and, and here's an area of ministry we want you to step into or an area of responsibility, the first thing you do is you do... Back to front. Sorry. It's I do, you watch. All right? So we mo- what are we saying? We're modelling to them. We're not just saying, hey, here's a checklist, do this. We go, hey, this is, this is the area. I want to raise you up. I believe in you. So I want you to f- follow me around for the next couple of Sundays. So I do this with people if I'm bringing them through platform or MC. I'll say to them first, hey, for the next month, when anyone gets up to lead communion or share announcements or pray, can you watch them? And I just want you for the next month to watch what they do. You don't close your eyes in worship. Watch them. Why? Because I'm saying, I, I want to bring you through in something, but before you do, I just want you to s- watch, and I want you to take notes on what they do. So you, I'll do it, you watch. The next step is, I do, you help. All right? So it's a process of empowering people. All right? So you've watched me do it. Now, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to give a portion of it to you. So at home group, you've watched me lead home group, but now what I'm going to do is, I'm going to do the study, but I'm going to ask you to pray. Or I'm going to ask you to do this element of it. I'm going to ask you to read the scriptures, and then I'm going to share the points. So what you do is you start bringing them into the process. right? And you go, I'm going to do it, but you're going to help me do it. All right? 
The next part is, as you can probably work out where this is going, you do and I'm going to help you. So now I'm going to flip that around. You're doing it, but I'm there with you and I'm going to help you so that if you drop something, I'll pick it up. Right? It's not micromanaging. Right? It's I'm here with you. You drop that, I'm just going to pick it up and together we're going to get it done. So you're going to do it and I'll help you. All right? And then obviously the final part of the process is you do, right? and now I watch. Now, that doesn't end the process. If, you're, if we're committed to developing leaders, this is, I'm telling you, this will work every single time. If you go through this process with people, rather than just quickly going, there you go, but you walk this process with people, you will empower people to lead, not to just do jobs. But understand about this last bit. It doesn't end there. And again, sometimes I think that's where we go. We go, oh, cool, finally. Well, now you do it, and I'm going to sail off into the sunset. There's something that we still have to do as leaders, and that is to coach. Our commitment to our people in developing them shouldn't end once we've done the you do, I watch. Because here's the reality. That person that I feel God has put on my heart, and I'm empowering them, and I'm wanting to develop them, it doesn't just stop when I get them competent in that area. If I feel, if, if I really am committed to their development, I'm going to continue to coach them along the way so that they can take the next step and then the next step. If not, we just go, well, that's the end of the line for you. That's your role. But no, I, I've got to stay with them and keep coaching them and go, all right, you've now got there. What's the next step in your growth and in your development? I want to help you take that step as well. All right, so I promise you, a model along those lines is all you need in your church and in your leadership to see people empowered. Just go through the process with them. Map out what that looks like for every role. Right? If it's not written, it's not real. So go through and go, all right, whatever it is that I want to bring you through and however I want to develop you, I'm going to, I'm going to step it through with you. We do that, we will develop leaders. All right? Ephesians 4, 11 to 13 says this. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people, to equip his people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. That's our role, is to equip and empower people. So then we continue to coach them and we continue to walk with them and the process keeps going and going. That person that you've just developed, guess what they're going to do? you've now just given them a model for how they can develop the next person and the next person. And so the cycle continues. I think it's a word called discipleship. <laughs> All right? This is just discipleship broken down into some sort of context that we can step-by-step step understand. But that's what... Discipleship isn't, oh, cool, you came to church, you got saved, all right, you're on your way to heaven, cool. Discipleship isn't going to really take those next steps with you and develop you to be a follower of Jesus Christ. All right? Any questions on any of that? Easy. All right. Yeah. 
Absolutely, 100%. And that's where I think, in, you know, and I can only speak for our environment. I'm, I'm sharing with you our own mistakes where we've just thrown people into the deep end and then we wonder why things aren't working. Because, yeah, we've, we've thrown a team together, but no one's coaching them. No one's... And I think what we've realised in our church is that my role as a leader and my uh, team leaders is our job is to facilitate, not to dictate. All right? That's modern leadership. That's, that, that, that's pastoring. Is Our job isn't to dictate to people and to lord over. Right? Our job is to what? Is to facilitate, right, and lead people forward and provide tools and everything they need to grow and develop. And so... In finishing, we wind back to the beginning. Leadership's the problem, leadership's the answer. And so if in our churches right now, and I'm sure if it's happening in my church, it's happening in your church, if, if, if more leaders and growing and developing more leaders is the problem, then it's going to have to start with you and I. And our commitment to not waiting for the leader to walk through the door, but being committed to developing. And I want to just finish with this. I've said it already, but I'll just... I pray out of today... If you remember nothing, you walk away from today with this. That you go back to your context and if it's just one person that you find and that you highlight and that you also and go, right, I'm just now going to pour out. And you take on board what we saw from Andy Stanley and go, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to stop worrying about full cups and I'm just going to pour out to you everything I do. It's not everything to know but I'm going to pour out to you what I know and I'm going to give you everything I can and I'm going to start a process of developing. I pray that each one of us go and do that. So what will be cool now for the next 15 minutes uh, what we've got around your table is just to have a discussion. All right, and I think we'll merge a couple of people. And so around the three tables, let's just have an opportunity now just to have a chat. And, and uh, to help you with that chat, anything that's been discussed today, just begin to talk about that. But then particularly, I think if, if that uh, struggles to get off the ground, <laughs> I just pray that we can be open and honest here today, maybe just share from our context and give everyone room around the table to go, what is one thing right now uh, that you recognise in going home today that you need to start a conversation around? Sound good? So let's do that. Let's spend some time around our tables just having a chat. <laughs>